baddies. Okay, so we are going to get right to it today. I am trying so hard to get us back onto a schedule where I'm putting out episodes at least bi-weekly. I, I really want to be able to get back to the weekly schedule. But as you know, <laughs> the theme of 2020 is like, okay, what else can happen? Um, but before we get not right into it, I guess we're not getting right into it. But <laughs> before we get into it, I just want to say thank you so much for the response I got to the last episode I put out. Um, I was planning on continuing my break and the spirit moved me to come on here and talk about all the things that I had to talk about. And the reception was amazing. And I know a lot of you felt with me, you cried with me, you screamed with me, you laughed with me. And I just appreciate it so much because I felt like I was sinking and I needed this space. Like I always need this space. I know we all need this space, but I really needed it to come on and just talk about it. So I have been feeling better about all the stuff going on. Um, in the sense that I'm so encouraged with this idea of like reckoning and revolution. And I can't remember if I said it in an earlier episode or if we just talked about in the Facebook group, but if 2020 is not the year of reckoning, I don't know what is. And I mean, I hate, I hate to sound so cheery when I'm like, I mean, a lot of people are getting their comeuppance, but I'm happy about it because, you know, we deal with this notion of you deserve good. We deserve good, right? And too often we're living in this world and we're seeing the worst, most horrific, monstrous people are the ones that are receiving good through like nefarious means. And so it's really, to me, beautiful and gorgeous and amazing and welcome to finally see good people speaking up, getting the good that they deserve and seeing the reckoning for the bad people who have been dealing these like evil cards out and then getting nothing bad in return. You know, it's a little tricky going into the space of do I want to wish bad on people? Of course not. However, because you know, I believe what you put out, you get back times three. I'm down with it. However, I am, I'm a really big believer in, I have to kind of believe that good wins in the end and evil perishes is perishes a negative. I think pretty sure. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I was thinking of flourish. We don't want evil to flourish. We want good to flourish, but that evil perishes in the end, you know, and that good is always going to defeat evil. And when we live in this space where we see so much badness rewarded all the time, and it's always rewarded because people are going about things in horrific ways. It's really beautiful to me to see good happening and to see change happening and to see rebellion happening and to see revolution happening and to see reckoning happening. So am I wishing bad on people? No, I am wishing justice on people. And sometimes the justice that you get is good because you have put out good and you deserve good. And that's what I hope for all of us. And that's what we all deserve. But sometimes the justice you get served is bad because all you've put out is bad. And so, yeah, There's just all these themes of justice right now, obviously, and we're going to have to stop for a second and say we need justice for Breonna Taylor. If you haven't yet, please, in any way, if you can even just keep her name going and like the hashtag justice for Bree going justice for Breonna Taylor and sharing it, I just don't want her to be forgotten because it is such a clear cut case of what happened to her. And if you don't know, really briefly, officers entered her home. Um, It's called a... Stop. Shoot. What is it called? And I've read it like a thousand times. Anyway, they knocked down her door, illegally entered her home, 
because they were suspicious of her partner. I, I don't know if he was her boyfriend or husband or fiance of her partner, but they had like a mistaken identity anyway. And they ended up shooting her eight times, I believe, while she was asleep. And then on the police report that has subsequently been released, it says no injuries. Huh? You shot an innocent person asleep who literally could not have been any threat to you because they were asleep. Like there's this whole conversation of they ran, they resisted, they, what's that word? Uh, shoot, not, not just resisted. When you, you like tussle, I can't think of the right word. It starts with a D, I think. Anyway, any of those things that people try to say, oh, well, they shouldn't have done this. They should have just complied. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. If you comply, the police aren't allowed to murder you. And also, if you don't comply, the police are not allowed to murder you. And if you were asleep in your home and they have entered it with no cause, you are, they're not allowed to murder you. So we have to keep focusing on Breonna Taylor. It is so important. Justice for Bree, please keep sharing it. Keep sharing the names. We have to put pressure because all that's happened so far is that one of the officers has been, um, has been fired, which like, no, we don't want him fired. We want the three of them charged with murder because that is what they did. They murdered this innocent woman and we have to keep this going. So all that to say, going back to the idea of this is a year of reckoning, but I don't think reckoning has to be a bad word. It's just about justice. And the, those of us that have been putting good out and that's all we do is we dwell in this space of good and light and beauty. I'm really stuck on the word beauty today. I don't know where that's coming from. Um, maybe cause it's summer solstice, <laughs> but we, we're going to get the justice that we deserve, which is good. And the people that have been dwelling in the darkness and you know, I don't even like to say darkness. You'll know, I like, I don't really like that connotation of like light being good and dark being evil necessarily, but those people that dwell in just monstrous, actions, behaviors, activities, they're getting served justice. And I think that's a good thing. So do I enjoy people getting their comeuppance? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Do Am I enjoying like bad things just really happening to people and wishing on people? No, but I am wishing justice for Breonna Taylor, for George Floyd, for anyone that has died at the hands of the people that are supposed to protect us. And I'm wishing justice for all of us that have done good. And I'm wishing justice for those of us who have not. So I was like, let's get straight into it <laughs> seven minutes later. But um, I'm just going to make this a quick episode because, wait, first, okay, so happy summer solstice. Happy Aletha. I, I can't think about this day without thinking about my ex because I was in Sweden two years ago for midsummer. But we didn't actually celebrate Midsummer because it was Midsommar. I think that's how they used to say it. Not used to say it. That's how I would say it when I was there with them. Because it was the FIFA World Cup. And so we just stayed in North Shopping and watched that instead. So I always felt like very robbed. <laughs> My Midsummer experience where I quote, truly could have like gone out into nature and frogged around the maypole, maypole and done like the whole ritual of it all. So one of these days I actually am going to like I'm dedicated to going back to Sweden and having the authentic experience. But anyway, it's summer solstice and I am just feeling like all the magical vibes. So I want to jump on, record an episode real quick. And um, also happy Mercury in retrograde. Are we happy about it? <laughs> I mean, who can honestly tell the difference with everything that's been going on this year? Like, is it any worse this three these three weeks that we're going to go through? I mean, at this point, I'm just like, oh, yeah, Mercury, whatever. Do your thing, girl. I'm not even worried about it. It hasn't seemed that different to me. Oh, I will say, um, 
because you know part of the reason that the the podcast is on a bit of a pause right now between everything going on is that my dad has been having some neurological issues and he had to have um a procedure on this past Thursday and he had to go under anesthesia again it was a different kind from his original surgery that has thus left us with these neurological issues that we're dealing with but um he has was only supposed to be in the hospital for one day and he has been in hospital for this will be the third night that I'm recording. And I I mean, honestly, it could go into like four and five nights and extend like it did last time. So please just light your candles and say your spells and send your blessings and your good vibes. And, you know, if you feel like making a little spell jar for us or anything, I would appreciate it so much that we can restore his mental um, and neurological health so he can come home. It's physically, this man is almost 79 years old. He is healthy as a horse. He is crazy strong, which I know because when this happened in January and we were all in the hospital with him and he was, had to be like restrained literally because he's so strong. He's like the strongest, almost 80 octogenarian I've ever met. Um, like I would try to have to hold him down and they had to do his blood work and stuff and he could get out of my grasp and I'm 33 and I'm pretty, I'm a big bitch. I don't know if y'all seen me, but I'm tall, I'm broad, like I'm pretty strong. And so he's healthy as a horse. His heart is good. His lungs, his kidneys, everything. But we're just trying to get the brain back on track. So if y'all could help us with that, I would appreciate it so much. But that has really been the only Mercury and retrograde kind of thing that has been going on. And, you know, we talk about Mercury and retrograde, we talk about communication, we talk about um, electronics. We talk about travel, which I don't think we have to worry about it this time. No one's going to lose my luggage this go around because my ass is at home. But, you know, we talk about, Ooh, you know what I actually just realized because the brain is so controlled by like the, well, okay, let me not give y'all a science lesson that is not accurate, but obviously we know that electricity is like a part of the human body and especially in the brain, it's what is, you know, making the brain function at its highest level is these like electronic pulses. I hope I'm saying all this right. Um, Dr. Baddies out there be like, girl, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But I think in my ninth grade biology class and subsequent articles and YouTube videos I've seen since, I, um, I you know, I remember them talking about like the electronic, elect, electrical, not electronic, pulses in the brain and how it is part of the function of the brain. And so maybe that is a bit of what's happening with my dad is that the function isn't returning as well as it should because of this period that we're in. So, but really that's only Mercury retrograde horror story I have going on right now. And I hope it's treating everyone well, you know, once in every blue moon, not always literally blue strawberry moon or harvest moon or blood moon, wherever we're dealing with at the time, Mercury retrograde can be really good to us. And I do think it's always really good to us and maybe 2020 is showing us that in like a broader scale that you do have to trudge through all of this to get to this like beacon at the end of it. You know, we look at it in these very minute three week periods where it's like, if I could just get through Mercury in the shadow period, everything will be okay. <laughs> you know? But maybe that's how we're supposed to look at this whole year. And okay, so let's get to the topic of the week, right? So everyone has been saying since December 31st, January 1st, 2020, 2020 vision. It's going to be so clear this year. We're going to get everything right. It's all about the vision of 2020. And I've been wanting to do an episode on this anyway. So I thought no time like the present, even though we're already six months in, I thought that it would be really good to do a vision board for this week. 
a vision board, which is already dealing with the ideas of manifestation, right? Which is a huge thing for witches. But we're going to take the vision board concept and we're going to make it witchy. So I've come up with a ritual for our vision boards. But yeah, this idea of like 2020 vision has really, really been sticking out to me. This idea of like, we're halfway through the year. Look at not only just like the sorrow and the hardship of this year, but look at what's being accomplished. I, I do feel so hopeful about it. And again, I love a reckoning. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It, it's very pleasing to me. I love a comeuppance. I, I just have to walk in my truth about that. And, you know, I, I feel like Letha, I feel like Mercury, I feel like this, the, the, the halfway point of this is going to be a turning point. And I, I kind of have to believe that so we can get through the rest of this year and, what, and what's going to lie beyond it. And so, yeah, I wanted to focus on that idea of like 2020 vision and making a vision board, envisioning out what we want for ourselves from all this chaos that we've been going through thus far. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do this week. It's going to be a shorter episode Maybe, I don't know. Y'all know I talk so much. It'll probably still be like an hour and a half. But uh, that's what we're going to get into. So um, do we want to do a card? A card? Do we want to do a card? I sound like Wendy Williams. Do we want to do a card reading real quick and see which goddess is jumping out at us? I think we should, especially because it's summer solstice and it's Letha. Why am I? I need to pick a name and stick to it. <laughs> I'm going to pick a name and stick to it, especially because it's Letha. Let's see who comes forward. I do have a bit of an idea. I'm going to guess. Hmm. I'm going to honestly guess that it's Lakshmi, but it probably won't be because they like to play with me so much. And so let's see who actually comes out. I just, you know, whenever I, I, I just love her so much. I was just randomly thinking about her this morning anyway, but, um, you know, whenever I think of Lakshmi in particular, I get this idea and this feeling and this this ambiance and this just this like gold, this presence of gold and this warmth and this sunlight. And of course, that's what I'm going to associate with Letha. Like we got all the sunlight and it's so warm and it's so hot where I am. I know a lot of us are. Summer is kicking our butts already, even though it just got here today. So the gold imagery and the sunshine and the warmth and not just necessarily sunshine, but just warmth and abundance and being enveloped in this sense of just kind of pure purity. I don't know. To me, I know a lot of people, again, talked about this earlier. I know a lot of people associate purity with white, but to me it's gold. It's like yellow and gold color because it's so lush and there's so many riches that come with the idea of like purity and abundance. So I think it's going to be Lakshmi. She's totally going to play me and not come out. It'll be someone else. <laughs> so let's see who it is. And then we will do our vision board, but make it witchy. Okay, I was sort of <laughs> in the right wheelhouse, but it wasn't Lakshmi. It's Kali. I am showing you the card as I always do, even though you cannot see me. And I, th what? This is like her 10th appearance on the podcast. <laughs> but Kali, let's refresh our memories, is um, endings and beginnings. And her message is the old must be released so that the new can enter. I mean... Seems pretty doggone timely if you ask me. All right, so let's read her whole spiel. H-I-J-K. Got it. Okay, I know this is seriously like the hundredth time we read this, but it never hurts to go back. Message from Kali. I sing praises to those whose hearts accept the universal order, which only appears to be chaotic and ever-changing. Hmm, lots of chaos, right? Didn't we just talk about that? In actuality, everything is designed down to the smallest detail to be in perfect operation. 
The dance of the universe is a happy one with energy swirling and twirling and a never ending celebration of life itself. Join this dance, dear one, and enjoy the remarkable journey of the weavings of the story of your life. <sighs> Do not fear what appears to be change or loss. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Girl, you feel, are you feeling it? I'm feeling it so much. It's only the transitioning orbit of energy interplaying with you and your loved ones. Embrace it as evidence that you are alive. Embrace your deepest emotions as a signal of your true human essence. Meanings of this card. Your current changes are for the best. Keep your thoughts positive as they are very powerful, which is why we're going to do our vision board. This feels like a very, to go back to a word, electrical, <laughs> not electronic, a very electrical pulsating time period that we have just kind of slipped into. So manifesting is a powerful, powerful thing right now. Well, it's always powerful, but I feel like we're a little extra powerful. Uh, what appears to be a loss is really the beginning of a new happy phase. Let the past go. Hi, I think that could also be a statement towards the uh, 400 plus years of racism and brutality that we have so clung to as a country and people especially really obsessed with the idea of like the Confederacy that lasted for less than true, like less time than true blood did, but that's a whole other conversation. But I think that's like a bigger beacon to all of us right now is we have to let the past go. Like what, what is the past serving you? Take the lessons from it and then approve upon what we had before. Racism is horrible. Let's get rid of it. I think that's the past that we can let go of, you know, that's where my mind's going right now. And finally, it's time to move on. And in so many capacities. Okay. And so about Kali, this ultra-powerful Hindu goddess is feared by those who don't understand the natural cycles of birth, death, and rebirth. Kali is the embodiment of Mother Nature who cleanses away the old with natural storms and fires to make the ground fertile for new crops and life. You know, in earlier episodes of this podcast, I used to love to talk about slash and burn. I don't know why that's the thing that stuck out to me from like seventh grade, but I always think about that farming technique. That's so weird to have a farming technique you always think about. Anyway... Kali is the ultimate get things done goddess. Hell yeah. Perfect for our vision board. And she's a powerful ally to those who call upon her. Like a wise stage mother, she'll push you beyond your comfort zone to reach the heights of your potential. Oh, okay. So our girl is so timely. Thank you, Kali. Um, because that's what it is. It's like we're thinking about this vision, 2020 vision. We're making this vision board. Everything's changing. We are being put on a track for all things new, hopefully, fingers crossed, if we keep getting out there and making the changes ourselves. You know, it's up to us to do it. A lot of things in this country have failed us that are supposed to be put in place to keep the peace and keep the direction and regulate everything. And they have been abject failure. So it is up to us, the, the humans, the citizens, not just of America, but of the world to like be the change that we want to see. Literally, it's up to the people. The people are more powerful than the entities that we put into power, honestly. And I just think Kali is like, I was, I was, I wanted, and I was expecting Lakshmi because, you know, she's all like bright future, no worries, release all the bad thoughts, embrace the good, abundance is welcome, abundance is coming. But Kali is like so good for a vision board because it's about establishing the things that you want going forward. It's about dreaming. It's about possibility. It's about manifesting and not being satisfied with the things that you have. And not to say you shouldn't be satisfied or thankful for the things that you have, but there's always something more that you were able to reach for. And when you are making it into this tangible entity, something that you're actually putting pictures on and putting quotes on and however you choose to build yours, 
and something you can look at and it's something that you can touch. And I was going to say taste, but that's not true. Please don't lick your vision board. It's not like the walls in the Willy Wonka factory anyway, but it's something that you can actually look at and you can see the goals that lie ahead of you as opposed to being like, and not to say that thought isn't powerful. Thought is absolutely powerful. We talk about that all the time too, but it's like, you're not going to take anything from your past and put it on the board. You're going to take things that you want for your future. Like I'm not going to take um, a picture of the Eiffel Tower and put it on my board because I've already lived in France. I've already been to Paris enough for one person, probably two. Not a fan of Paris. I think we talked about that before. <laughs> Hopefully no one in Paris that listens to this is offended. I, It's a lovely place to visit. I encourage everyone to go there. It's It wasn't my favorite place to live. That was on me. I should not have stayed as long as I did. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm not going to take things from my past that I've already accomplished or had and let it be a placeholder for something that I really want. You know, I'm not going to take a picture of an ex-boyfriend and put him on the board. I am mad I didn't get to go to proper midsummer, midsummer in Sweden, but I'm not going to put a picture of Patrick on the board because I don't want to go back to that. I want to go forward. And so, yeah, it's this idea of we have to let the past go in all ways. We have to, and that doesn't mean forget the past. It doesn't mean ignore the past because, you know, you are certainly doomed to repeat it. You don't take the lessons from it. But it's just that we don't dwell in the past. And dwelling is a big issue for all of us, for lots of people. And you get into these cycles of being so obsessed with something and just this like monotonous, this is all you can think about and do. And when you do that, you block everything else from coming into your life. So she is a perfect card for the vision board. I'm glad once again, the cards were like, you know, nothing. We're going to show you the card you should actually be talking about today. <laughs> you know, nothing, Mickey. What, where do you even have a podcast, girl? I know I'm working on it. Um, but yeah, she's great. We're going to release the past and we're going to focus on our future. We're going to focus on the visions that we have for ourselves and we're going to make it witchy, even though it kind of is witchy within itself because the secret and whatnot. Also, I never read the secret and I didn't watch the secret and I didn't watch that episode of Oprah where she was really obsessed with the secret. And I, in talking right now, just remembered I meant to do that before I recorded this episode, but I know how to make a vision board and I know what manifesting is. I know how to make rituals. I know I'm powerful. So we'll be fine. We don't, we don't need to read the secret. Probably. Anyway, this is not sponsored by the secret, obviously. <laughs> anyway, so let's do our Patreon shout outs. And then we are going to get into our task for the week, which this will be your homework, obviously. And um, if you would like to, I won't. Look, 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 look. I'm still getting used to talking on podcast again, y'all. I'm sorry. Like you can hear my voice is going out. It's only been 22 minutes. And usually it doesn't kick out to like an hour, 20 minutes. But um, I'm going to make a thread in the Facebook group if you would like to show your vision board. It is obviously a safe space, especially because I guess any looming racists that were in there decided to remove themselves. <laughs> I Like that was crazy to me to see the number go down when I told racist people to leave. Or like after the episode came out, why were you in a space started by a black woman in the first place? Like you can love my... What I put out into the world, you can love my content, you can love my craft and my personality and me, but you can't love like me, my existence as a black person. That's wild. So it's an extra extra safe space now. I will put up a thread if you would like to share your vision board and you feel safe that all the energy coming to you from other people is going to be positive and encouraging of what you're trying to manifest. Awesome. If you don't want to share, you want to keep it to yourself. It can be like a birthday candle wish. You don't have to tell other people. It's up to you. But I will make a thread. Um, and I do want to say that before we before we do Patreon, before we start. 
Um, like when we talk about love spells, like when we talk about curses, like when we talk about any types of magic, we don't want to put up anything that will bring negativity back to us. <laughs> we don't want to do anything that is going to take away something from other people, right? So on your vision board, if you are trying to manifest new love for yourself, let's put up a heart. Let's put up some romantic kissy pictures. You know, so we'll get back to that. We'll go back to that when we start. But um, don't put up a picture of someone that is happily married <laughs> and has a child on the way. And just because, you know, you might have a little crushy crush on them. Let's not disrupt the natural course and fate that other people are on in their path because it's something that we feel like we really want. Uh, so let's focus more on now. If it is like a lost love of yours that, okay, so I've been watching the show Miranda on BBC and the whole thing is like, there's this guy in the show. It, it's so funny. It's wonderful. It's on Hulu if you want to watch it. Also not sponsored by, sponsored by Miranda because it ended like 10 years ago, but there's this guy and they have all this like energy between each other and they're so cute together. And it keeps being like a hit and miss, hit and miss, hit and miss, but you know, they're going to end up together at the end from what I am gleaning so far. And so I think of it like that. If the person is someone that you just know, you've always had this thing together, they're your safety person, that they're your like, we're going to turn 40, we're going to marry each other. There's always been something between you. It just hasn't quite lined up yet. Put that person on your board. That's okay. But someone that's already in a relationship, someone that is happily whatever, someone that, you know, is off limits, don't put that person because you don't want to you don't want to put something in your life that is already for someone else and like put, hold all of your energy on that because then the thing that is meant for you can never come. We talk about that, you know, a lot. So yeah, let the past go. That person is your past. They're married. They fled to another country. I mean, not from you, but they fled to another country for another reason. It's just not realistically going to happen. Just let that person go. But if it is like a meet cute, you know, somehow your soulmates, then I would encourage you to, you know, so... Let's let's keep it on the positive and the up and up and not the I'm gonna steal this man from this woman kind of thing or this woman from this man or this person from this person. Let's keep it all on the positive. Okay, so let's do our Patreon shoutouts. Um, a lot of people have joined Patreon since the last episode, which thank you so much. Uh, so I'm gonna wait and start reading the new people on July 1st, which is like when it kicks in because there's so many new people that join. I don't want to confuse myself reading the list and leave anybody off. Okay, <laughs> I think I got it. So a very special thank you to Brittany, Jamie, Kala, Lauren, Cassandra, Adam, Bren, Kelly, Kimberly. Kimberly, are you new? I think you, no, you can't be. Okay, never mind. Sorry, uh, Sarah, Nolling, <laughs> Emily, Brittany, Heidi, Garrisu. Please tell me if I'm saying your name right because I've been saying it for a while now and I want to make sure. Okay, Ashley S., Lena, Jennifer, Fiona, Melissa, Brandy, Allison, Tabby, Teresa, Jenna, Sarah, Teresa S. Oh, you're both. No, you're not. The other one's Teresa M. Okay. Uh, Teresa S., Lauren, Vanessa, Alex, Sasha, Brett, Megan, Elizabeth, Carla, Shannon, Bree, Amanda, and Maria. And I think we've had like 10 people, 15 people sign on since then. So I will obviously do you all on our first episode of July. But thank you so much. Um, this money is obviously going into, into really good places. And it's going to be some of the like good that I can do in the world. So I'm really thankful for like you allowing me and helping me to do that while voice don't do this. <laughs> you know, it's like I keep thinking about this thing too, is like we have literal literal billionaires in this country, so many billionaires, but it's us 
just like it's us that are like resetting everything and we're overthrowing things and we're setting the tone for what we want. It's us that are taking care of each other. And that is so beautiful and it's so tremendous, but it's also a little heartbreaking that there are people that are literal billionaires and billionaires shouldn't exist because no one has become a billionaire through ethical means, but we can talk about that another time. And literal multi, multi, multi millionaires that are putting up links to be like, especially celebrities. Okay. So, you know, I love pop culture, but especially celebrities that would not have their money if it were not for us, because we're the ones buying their books, going to see their movies, supporting their spawn con on Instagram, buying their records. I'm a hundred uh, songs, singles. I don't know. What iTunes. I don't know. <laughs> buying their music, I guess. And we're the ones that make them rich and we're the ones that make them famous because it's like our interest in them. And they're these people that we've made multimillionaires are putting up links where we can donate. Baby, I already donated when I bought all of your shit. Like you need to pay it for it now. Anyway, yeah, I just think about that because Patreon, like your donating to me is allowing me to do good. Whereas so many people that barely have means, like it's almost that barely have means are taking care of each other and making everything better. And only people that have so much of the means are like hoarding what they have. And I think that's shitty. And that has nothing to do with this tone of this podcast. I just wanted to say that, that I appreciate that as a community, we all take care of each other and we're the ones stepping up and funding all of these things, but it shouldn't be that way. It's basically what I was trying to say. Okay. Remember when I was like, this is going to be a short podcast. I really thought it was going to be 30 or 40 minutes and now we're 30 minutes in and I've only talked about the topic like half of the time. <laughs> so let's start with our vision boards. Our 2020 vision boards. That's what we're going to call it. 2020 vision boards. Okay, hi. <laughs> that was two days ago. We're picking back up. Um, I had to stop recording because I had to go to the hospital to bring my mom some stuff. And then other stuff happened. And then today we tried to bring my dad home from the hospital. And we got him... First of all, when I picked him up, I was like, this is, it's too soon. He's not ready yet. And, um, we got him into the car. He was like unintelligible and not super lucid. Get to the house and we got him from like our car to our gate and he collapsed and he wasn't, he didn't like pass out, but he just went down cause he was too weak to move. And so we had to call the fire department to get, help us get him up, to get him into the house. And then he started to convulse. So the fire department was like, we got to call EMS. So they came and we all came to the conclusion that I come to when I went to go pick him up, which was he was not ready to come home. And it was even like the EMS, the head EMS person I spoke to said, it's a, a very invasive surgery that he had. And so he shouldn't have been released yet, especially at his age. So like wasn't even home 30 minutes, didn't even get inside the house. And we had to take the ambulance back to the hospital. And then I had to go to the hospital. My mom had to go to the hospital. So <laughs> if I say anything incoherent, uh, in this part, <laughs> cause I want to give y'all an episode for Wednesday. Uh, I'm so sorry if I like repeat myself, uh, from the first park. I, you know, I can't, I tell you, I can't remember what I talk about once I start, once I've like recorded, I'm just like, well, I, I hope that was fine. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen to the whole thing. But I think it was okay. So, uh, sorry if I say something I already said in the first half of this podcast. So let's talk about our 2020 vision boards. So, you know, if you know about making vision boards, which I always have like a really vague idea and I thought, okay, you just like get a poster board and you cut out stuff and you put it on there and that's it. And then I, when I was thinking about doing this episode, I was like, no, 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 it has to be like so much more in depth than that. You have like a very 
rudimentary idea of what a vision board is. And then I looked up a bunch of things like, how do I make a proper vision board? And they were like, oh, just like cut out stuff. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I can do that. I mean, everything definitely was, um, you know, think about what you want, contemplate it, take time getting your sources together or not sources, your, um, oh gosh, what's the word? Materials. Take time to get your materials together. Really focus on what you want. Pick a theme. You know, so it wasn't, it wasn't like this very simple, just slap it together kind of thing. But I always thought I had a very simplistic understanding of how to make one, but it really is cut and paste. <laughs> literally. So my idea to take your 2020 vision board and make it witchy, I was going to say wishy, which technically kind of falls in the same category because, you know, you're kind of putting your hopes and your hope, woo, that was a lisp, your hopes and your dreams and your wishes into this board as well. Um, is we're just going to ritualize a little bit and we're going to use our candles. We're going to use our crystals and we are going to use our salt and we're going to do a little ceremony with it. And then we're going to get down to like the actual making of it. So we're going to start with four candles and I want all four of your candles to be the same color. And we're going to go over candle correspondence, candle color correspondences in just a second. Cause I know it's been a while since we've talked about them. Uh, but you know them by now they're, they're pretty easy to figure out. Red is love. We got it. But, um, we're going to do all four the same color. And I know when we did like our manifestation box around Samhain, I said like, oh, you can switch up and do like two of this color and two of this or one, of, you know, but I really want us to stay on one theme for this vision board and not kind of scatter it around because I've seen some where people have like, oh, an airplane because I want to travel more. And a picture of Bora Bora because I want to go here and an engagement ring because I want to get married and my perfect wedding dress and my dream home and money bags because I want to make more money and kids because I want to have, you know, and it's great to want all of those things. And it's amazing to put your focus into multiple vision boards. Like you don't have to just stop at one. You can always go back to it. And we're in quarantine. So, I mean, what else are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, I'm still in quarantine. So what else am I going to do? Right. But I, I don't want us to spread ourselves thin and, and anticipate like getting 50% of what we want or 25% out of what we want out of all these little things. If we're asking for like four separate major things when we could get a hundred percent of one thing. So let's stick to one theme, which is why we're going to have four candles that are the same color. So let's go over the colors real quick. So red, of course, is love, romantic love, lust, power, that like vitality of the blood in your veins, um, courage and striking out and like going for what you really want. But in this case, I would really keep it to romantic love. If romantic love is like, if you're like, Mickey, listen, I am not going to end this hot mess of the year single. <laughs> I'm ready for this person to come into my life and I'm not playing around anymore, then let's do red for romantic love. Okay, again, pink is another option. White, whoa. Pink is another option, right, for love. Um, but it's also good for friendship and opening the heart and kind of a more sense of like peaceful love versus when I think of red, I think of like passionate love. So I would leave the love lifting to a red, to red candles and for pink candles, if your focus is more on your friendships and on familial love, on intimacy between those closest with you, or just if you really want to focus on yourself and self-love and like your inner light 
and ways you want to open yourself up where you feel like you've had dam not I don't want to say damage, but like baggage and hurt from past relationships, I would go with the pink. So you have two options for love, but if you're trying to like va va boom, I'm gonna go with the red candles. <laughs> okay, so for orange, orange is really good for attraction, for um, creativity. It's great for bringing things to you that you want. So it kind of is a good overall candle for um, a vision board in particular. I would maybe if you're trying to focus on like creative endeavors, like me. Hi. I've been writing a book for 10 years and I keep just scrapping it and starting over. <laughs> and if I like was going to put pictures of a stack of books and of my autograph and of like a editor's page and of a literary age, if I was going to put all that, I would do orange because I'm trying to really focus on my own creativity and seeing it through to the end and having like the results that I want from it, but also the courage to see it all the way through and not stopping myself because I'm like, oh, the first chapter was really well written, but now I'm on chapter five and I've changed my tone somehow and it's crap, you know, because it's just, don't try to write a book. It's, it's, it's horrible, except I love it so much. I just keep restarting. And also I'm sure there's those of you out there who's like, no, I've written many books, Mickey. You're just, you're just weird <laughs> and you're not wrong. But yeah, it's great for creativity and it's really great for like attracting what you, you really want. So it kind of is like a serval candle in color, but for this, I would focus on your own creativity and it doesn't have to be writing a book. Obviously, if you are designing a video game, if you are making your own music, if you are starting a podcast, you know, if you are really into animation, I don't know, y'all are also talented, uh, or whatever you're like, if you are really wanting to take, um, your profession and go from being employed by someone else to being self-employed and like a creative orange is going to be your color for that. All right. So we have yellow, which is, uh, also attraction, also communication. Also, I have to actually go back and look this up because it might be the one I'm going to use because I'm all about yellow. Obviously I dyed my hair yellow in a fit of pandemic, but I have also read that yellow is really good for a new home and bringing a new home into fruition. And that what that's what my focus is going to be. So I'm going to double check that. And if someone actually could comment when I put up um, our thread so we can show our boards and be like, Oh, yeah, that's totally what yellow is. And I'll be like, awesome. I did the right thing. But you know, yellow is like, we think about citrine. And we think about the abundance that comes with that. And again, Lakshmi, I always talk about and the abundance that comes with like the yellow golden light around her. And so to skip ahead to gold, it's really good as well, obviously, for prosperity, for attraction, for wealth, like wealth, not just a little, you know, monetary gain, not a little abundance here and there, but like wealth. So if you're focusing on getting a promotion, on starting an endeavor where you want to make a lot of money, where you just want money to come to you because you have all these things you want to do with it, or you have all these ventures that you're trying at once, gold is going to be your color, but yellow is really great for abundance too. Um, green. I know everyone's going to go for green. <laughs> Everyone's going to go for pink or green. That's what I really feel in my heart. And of course, green is our abundant color. It is plentiful. It is bountiful. But it's also really good for fertility. It's also good for luck. It's good for good health. And just remember, like, green is a little more tangible, like money. Money is green. Well, for Americans, money is green. That's what, like, our connection is when we think about, like, Oh, I got to get this prosperity candle. Go not, not prosperity. I got to get this money candle going. I go with a green candle. So if you're looking for prosperity, I would maybe go with gold or yellow. If you're looking for wealth, 
go with gold. And honey, if your board works and you end up wealthy after this, please make a donation to Bad Witch Podcast <laughs> or light a gold candle for me because I'm I'm here for it. Uh, green is also good for your personal goals. And uh, I, I feel like that's a lot of, that's like a magnitude of things. So I would not focus on personal goals so much, but if you're focused on money and fertility and just good luck in a certain arena, I would go with green. Okay. So blue is also for creativity, but it's really for like peace, tranquility, calm, quiet, relaxation, all of those beautiful things. And I would use it if that's really what my theme is, if my theme is that I need more peace in my life, I need a getaway that is a retreat that is about me and centering myself and getting away from this stressful ass year, blue would be your candle for that. I even just talking about blue makes me feel really calm. <laughs> I feel a little better than when I started this part of the podcast. Um, and then we have your purple, violet, a little bit of indigo, uh, amethyst colors and that is going to be a lot for your personal power your spiritual power your psychic power your ability to enhance your psychicness um for a vision board I I think if I was doing something where like I my theme and the pictures I was going to post post on it were about enhancing my abilities and my skills and my personal power I would use purple. I just said so many P sounds. <laughs> I could hit my ear really weird. But yeah, I think I would use purple for that. I'm trying, it's not really so much for a tangible thing. Although I do always make the association of purple being about regality and about royalty. And, and it is. I mean, it's about being like this high level best version of yourself. So, I mean, you... Hmm. You could use it to represent things that you feel like are making you achieve those heights that are the best version of yourself. But I think I would really use it if it was more of like a self-focused board as opposed to a material board or like a tangible, this is a thing that I want to acquire kind of board, if that makes sense. Um, and then we have black, which you know is protection all the way. It is, uh, you know, keeping shielding negativity away from you. It's also a very powerful color. Um, see, it's easier with like the reds, the pinks, the yellows, the golds, the greens to do like vision boards because you think of like, I'm trying to acquire this specific thing. But again, a black, four black candles could be if you're, the thing you want to focus on, and again, is like an internal thing. Like you want to repel all negativity from your life. You want to, you know, focus on your own protection or protection of your loved ones. If that is what the focus of your board is, it doesn't have to be something material. It doesn't have to be something tangible. If you're shallow like me, it will be. <laughs> but if you're thinking on a deeper level, then a black candle or a purple candle would be great or also a white candle. And we know that white is about purity and it is blessing, although I think black is blessing too. And it is about, um, you know, really also repelling things away that are not welcome in your space. But that's why I always do a black candle followed by a white candle because it's like remove and then replace. You remove the negativity and you protect yourself and then you replace with purity and positivity. So you, again, that would be more of like an inward focus board, I think. Although white is too like, it's like selenite or positive O blood. It's the universe, universal donor. 
And so you could use it just to set like a pure intention about whatever you're trying to do. And so the universe understands that you're coming forward with only positive and pure intentions as opposed to being like, gimme money, gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> so you could use white too. But white, black, purple, I would really, and to an extent orange, I would really, and blue. Okay, let me scratch orange. Orange, I think, can go more to like the tangible side, but blue, white, black, purple, it's more like manifesting things for yourself that are about you and ways that you can elevate yourself. Does that make sense? I always say like, I always ask y'all, does that make sense? Even though you can't respond to me all the time. What I'm meaning to say is, I hope that makes sense. Um, oh, and then silver is also good. And we talked about gold. Silver is also good for um, prosperity. You think gold coin, silver coin. So it's good for prosperity. It's good for abundance as well. It's good for if you are on the more like personal side and not tangible side, you are wanting to invoke like just general power in your life because silver is the association with the moon and that corresponds to the moon. So uh, gold and silver are both good for wealth, for prosperity. And gold is a little bit more like the power of the sun and like the ebullience of the sun. And silver is more like the maternal power of the moon. So if that's something that you're focused on like internally again, I would use one of those. And then brown, did I forget any other colors? Brown, brown's the last one I think. Um, last but not least, certainly not least, is good for grounding, connections with the earth, uh, connections with, I'm doing the same with my hands where you like pick up dirt from the ground or sand and you let it fall through your fingers. I don't know. That's just like the impulse I just got with my right hand, but it is, it's about connection. It's about being, it's, it's like touching down. It's being bound. That's the way it's like showing up in my mind. And so I was thinking too, cause my focus is a home. I would do brown because it's like I'm I'm bounding myself to the ground in this this foundation. I keep thinking like the foundational sense of it. So I think I will do brown actually. Brown's kind of I don't know, brown candles can be hard to find because people are rude. But <laughs> maybe I can order and make it myself and I'll just do my board a little bit later. I am a little busy right now, so I guess I can put it off a couple days and be beautifully and wholly inspired by what you create instead. Um gosh, do I want to do yellow and brown? No. Or I think I am gonna do brown. Because to me it's like I've become really obsessed with this idea of buying a house and having this place to myself that is is mine and it's wholly mine and I am safe and secure there. And it's like this little spot in the world for me because I've spent so much of my life running all over the world. And I'm, I feel like I'm growing out of that a little bit and it's kind of been taken away from me because I mean, not to like complain, we've all been losing stuff because of the pandemic, but, um, you know, it's like my job and now it's not there anymore. So I do feel very roots. That's the word I was trying to get to. I kept picturing a tree and I was like, tree is not the word I'm trying to say. I am trying to put down roots into this earth. And so that's why I think I'm going to go with a brown candle. So if you're focused on home as well, and it doesn't have to be like, I want to buy a house. It could be like, I want to move because some people don't want to own homes. I get it. Low key. I kind of don't want to, because I don't want to have to like take care of a busted water heater when that happens. <laughs> But I've gotten really to the idea of having like a home that can double as a bad witch retreat. So, you know, I've been talking about that for a while. But if you want to just get like the condo of your dreams, the high rise in the sky of your dreams, even though it's not like I'm on the foundation, I am putting down roots in the ground, you are putting down roots somewhere. So brown is a great color. I think I am going to go with that. Okay, roots. That's a word I was trying to like bring to the front of my mind. 
All right, so 20 minutes later, we know all of our colors. <laughs> now, so you're going to take your four candles. You're going to put one at each corner of the board. You are going to light them clockwise. And then what we're going to do is, so like your board is playing right now. We are going to take our salt. And if you want to mix it with a little, you know, I'm like the queen of cinnamon because it's just like a great protector. And I also love a good basil moment because it is about prosperity and to bring, and not to say that's what your theme is focused on, but to protect the board that you're making and keep like nefarious energies away from it or bad vibes or to make it a prosperous spell or ritual, I would add a little bit of that. And what we're going to do with a salt and herb mixture, or you just do salt, that's always fine, is we are going to create the shape of what we want, what the theme of our board is. So for me, I would take my cinnamon and salt. I sound like I'm doing a recipe. I'm going to say cinnamon sugar. <laughs> I would take my cinnamon and salt mixture, and I would just outline a simple square with a little triangle on top like we made when we were in elementary school with a little window maybe. And I'm going to put that in the center of my board. So it really represents in this pure way what the intention of the board is going to be. So if yours is going to be love, you're going to take your salt and basil or... If you want to crush up some rose petals and get real fancy with it, I would just draw a heart because that's what it's about. And if it's self-love, you could do a heart and, oh, okay, I got it. If it's self-love, the pink, you're going to do pink candles, you can just do a heart. And if it's going to be romantic, passionate love with the red candles, I would draw like a Valentine's heart, which has like Cupid's arrow through it. You know what I mean? Um, if it's going to be creativity, if you have it focused on one thing, I would draw a book with my salt. I would draw... Um, draw is not the right word because you're not tangibly drawing. Um, gosh, what's the right word for that? You're just making the shape of it. There is a word for it. I don't know what it is right now. But yeah, I would make a book. Or if you are, again, into animation, I would make, um, uh, I would draw like my character or like a little stick figure to the best of my ability. If you want to focus on fertility and kids, I would draw a little, you know, stick figure, tiny ones. And then like me and whoever my partner is like a big one. Or if you're doing it solo dolo. Just draw yourself and then, you know, little little figures behind you. So the salt is just to kind of christen the board and to set the intention and to put a tangible expression of what it's going to be about from the start. So we're going to make our little salt drawings. I really got to think of a better word than drawings, but I can't come up with one. Salt art? <laughs> like I know there was sand art when a lot of us were little kids. So let's say salt art. You're going to make your salt art. So I would draw my square and my triangle on top of a little window. I'm getting really fancy. I may make a little tree on the side. And those little birds that you just draw like an M basically. <laughs> I don't know how much salt art I have in me. Anyway, so once you have your picture, your beautiful salt art in the middle, and you have all your four candles going, you are going to say thricely three times, my vision lays before me, it will become my reality. One more time. My vision lays before me, it will become my reality. So you're going to say that three times. And then ideally, you can let your candles burn all the way down and let your salt sit there. Um, I, as always, don't want anyone to get hurt or hurt anyone else or burn anything down. So if you have to walk away from it, if you have to leave it unattended, then just snuff out your candles. Just remember, do not ever blow out your candles because you are blowing out the intention that you are setting with them. Oh, that too. So of course <laughs> you need to 
be thinking and speaking about what your theme is as you are lighting your candles. Don't just like boop, 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 boop. You need to be fo- like for me, I'm going to be focused on my dream house. I'm going to be visualizing it. I'm going to be saying the place where I want to live, the state where I want to move if I can't move to Europe because travel's over. <laughs> and just making sure that every time that flame is touching the wick, that it's not just that I'm you know, lighting the flame. It's that I am like putting my energy into that candle and that flame as well. So snuff it out if you need to let it burn down. If you can, once it's all burned, then you are going to sweep your salt and herb mixture. If you choose to put something else in there or dry rose petals, I don't know if petals or herbs. I don't think so. Are they? I don't know. Agree much. Tell me and put it into a jar and you have two options from here. So if you have somewhere that you can bury it, give it to the earth and let it grow and bloom from there. If you can't bear it anywhere, I would take that salt and herb mixture or just salt. And I would gingerly so that it doesn't hurt your plants or anything. I would gingerly uh, put it into your, any plants that you may have at home so that this, this theme, this vision that you're trying to manifest is like part of the growth. You know what I mean? So we're just thinking about like, how can we make these things not just with our board become tangible, but really we're putting the emphasis on like, this is something that's going to grow, continue to grow and be this big, strong, I'm really obsessed with this idea of roots, aren't I? Trees and roots, what's going on with me? (laughs) But this idea of like having it in the ground, in the soil and letting it bloom and blossom and continue to move and grow and become spectacular, not just this one note thing that you're trying to accomplish. So then you're going to make your literal vision board. So Uh, All you're going to need is your board that is beautifully christened and ready. You're going to need magazines. You are going to need glue, tape, however you want to adhere it, and scissors. It's really the easiest thing. (laughs) I don't know why in my head I was like, this has to be so much more complicated than this. Oh, wait, that's how I think about everything. So um, if you aren't keen or you don't have access to magazines, because like I don't, I can't remember the last time a magazine came to my house. I was actually going to print stuff off of Pinterest. My only concern with that is like, I don't want to waste a bunch of paper, but it is an idea. If you have a Pinterest account or I mean, you can just go on Pinterest and look things up. Uh, I would do that if that needs to be like your backup. I am going to try to uh, track down some home magazines because that is my focus for the 100th time I'm telling you. So if they still make home beautiful, house beautiful, I don't know what it is. <laughs> If they make a town and country or I don't know, HGTV magazine. I truly don't know. I haven't looked at a magazine in so long, especially because I've been boycotting American Vogue forever. Oh, El Decor. That's one. Or at least it used to be one. Well, you do a mix of both, uh, especially if it's like something that doesn't fit your style. Like if you know you want this engagement ring from Tiffany's.com or Cartier.com because you got better taste than I do. Oh, <laughs> Then I would print out that specific one. It is okay to ask for this specific thing that you want. Like for me, I have my eye on my house. I found my dream house and I'm going to print it out from Zillow and put it smack dab in the center of that board where that salt art was to take up that place that has been blessed in that area because that is what I want. And does not mean I will absolutely get that house? Maybe. (laughs) But if it's not that exact thing, at least I am telling the universe and I'm asking the universe for something specific. And that's the same thing with our manifestation box. When we're going back, it is really important to be as specific as possible about what you want because the universe 
like the moon and the sun and the stars and the planets can be a little tricky. They can be tricksters sometimes. <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde, as we all know. And so, you know, I always liken it to uh, rubbing the lamp and asking the genie three for three wishes, but then the wishes always have like a bend to them. And then you have to use your other wishes trying to correct it and then you're out of wishes and you're screwed. <laughs> Not to say the universe is out to get you. I don't think it is. But I think it never hurts to be very specific when you're asking for exactly what you want. And that's what the point of doing this board is. So I'm putting my house on there. You put your ring, you put your dream destination, you put your dream car, you know, you put your dream job. If you want to be on the New York, New York times bestsellers list, then cut out that and put it on your board. You don't be afraid to ask for exactly what you want and don't be afraid to go big. There's no limitations in this universe. You know, you're allowed to ask for whatever you want. It may not always look exactly the way you want it to, but it doesn't hurt to ask. The worst I can do is that you get a variation of it that you can be happy with. Like I always say, I there I have accomplished everything I've ever wanted to in my life and everything I've like would sit as a little girl and be like, oh, I really want to do this and be this. I've accomplished all of it, but it has not always looked exactly the way I wanted it to. And that's fine <laughs> because there were better things planned for me. And even though I didn't realize I was manifesting it, just kind of dreaming it up as a child, I got to experience it. And I'm happy for that. And I, I'm thankful for that. So yeah, don't be afraid to be specific. I'm going to put my exact home, but then I'm going to put hmm, the plants I want to have around my home. And I want to put some symbols of like the kind of peace I want in my home. And I'm going to put kind of the decor idea I want in my home so that when we put all these pieces together, it kind of is like a puzzle and it will make, it will be like the visual representation of my dream. And that's what it should be like the visual representation of your dream and what you really want it to be. So then here comes another fun part. <laughs> we get to meditate on it. I know everyone's favorite thing to do. So I, I don't want it to be one of those things where you make your board and great. You put all your attention into it. You're putting all your energy, you're putting your focus on it. And then you never look at it again. And then you chuck it in a drawer somewhere or you hang it up and then you're like, oh, it's cute. I remember doing that. And you don't, <laughs> you don't do anything else with it. No, I want you to sit with it. Look at everything. Remind yourself that this is the reason this is what I'm trying to manifest. This is what this means to me. And actively ask for it. It's okay to ask for things. And I think that's really hard for, I know most of us listeners and me speaking, <laughs> we identify as women. And it's really hard for us to ask for what we want because we're always told like, you got to put other people before you. It's your responsibility to take care of people. You know, it's, it's too manly and aggressive and ugly for a woman to go after her goals. But like, is it, <laughs> is it though? Because men just get to do it all day, every day. And they're making a mess of it. If you ask me, not all of them, but like most of them, um, <laughs> But yeah, like sit with it and actively talk out loud and say, this is what I want and this is why I want it and this is what I want to do with it and put your focus into it. Remember when we did the manifestation box, I was like, you got to stick with it for 30 days. You got to like actually pay attention to it and you have to kind of nourish it like a, like a child and, you know, build this relationship where you're not just asking for something and walking away and being like, thanks, but you're really committing to your end of it too. So you got to stick with it. And I do want us, I was going to say 30 days, but I know that's kind of a long time. And I want y'all to be able to like move on to other boards because I know a lot of people are like, you know, wanting to manifest different things. 
So I will be happy if for 14 days you can stick with this vision board and you can really sit with it every day. You can revisit it. And this is where our crystals are going to come in. I just want you to make sure with the same concept of like we lit our candles in the four corners. Every time you come to talk to your board and you come to manifest actively, I want you to take corresponding crystals and I want you to place them into the corners of that board. Or if it's this, the thing that's going to be like your center of your board where all the energy is like flowing to, for me, it's going to be that one specific house. I will also place a crystal in the center of the board, in that center of the major thing that is like the key component to it all coming together. So again, if you are doing romantic love, you might want to get that rose quartz out. If you're doing um, monetary wealth and abundance, you might want to get your citrine. If you're doing travel and luck and prosperity, you could make a whole travel board. I forgot to say that. And for that, I would do green, green or blue. So for that, your corresponding crystals could be malachite, or you could do a hmm, blue tourmaline would be good, uh, black tourmaline. Also, if, because it's not as specific as the candles and really setting the tone, you can mix it up a little bit. So if you want to bring in a selenite to just keep the, and you want to wave it over like your wand over your board just to keep it crisp, clear, and clean, then definitely go for that. But, or if you want to put like a, a selenite pyramid, <laughs> selenite pyramid in the center, you could do that. And then it always has that like positive energy radiating, radiating out from it. Um, but yeah, because like mine is for a home. I'm going to tell you uh, for the 100th and first time right now, I am going to probably throw in, I'm probably going to do a smoky quartz, but I'm probably going to throw in a citrine or even gold flakes or silver flakes because one of the things about buying a home is like having the money to do it. And it's very expensive and in lots of places in America, as we know. So I got to like get my funds up. <laughs> so I would say if you want to mix, mix and mash wow, mix and match a little bit. The crystals is the time to do it, but just make sure you're hitting those corners, those four corners for sure. Cause it is like anchoring and again, putting roots down for your board. Oh, unless you want to hang your board up after. See, I always just think about having mine on the floor so I can come and kneel in front of it and like, or sit straddle position and like, or lay down next to it and whatever I want to do to connect with, put my hands on it, just kind of lay across it and put my energy into it. But if you do want to hang it, then I would just kind of stick with any kind of wands, any crystal wands you have, and you can just place it over it. And if you have it up in a place that has a shelf or a tray underneath, you could definitely place your crystals in the corresponding corners, or you can make like a nice crystal grid situation as well. And then you can get all kinds of colors thrown in there and different energies. But just make sure you are going to your board with your crystals and you're setting the intention and you're letting the vibration of the crystals amplify it. So let's try to stick with it for two weeks. Let's try to do 14 days if we can. And let's see if anything happens. If like, now listen, it doesn't, it's not going to be like, it may be like for some people, but it's not going to be like the pu publisher's clearing house and Epic Man comes to your door and knocks and it's like, you've won a million dollars, whatever it used to be. I can't remember exactly. I just read those commercials and being like, damn, why not us? How do I get on this list to maybe win this big ass check? For some people, it really might be a windfall, especially if you're focusing specifically on money and everything on your board is like pictures of coins and currency and dollar signs and bags of money like these seven Scrooge McDuck. In fact, your center thing could be Scrooge McDuck just diving into the pool of money and treasure <laughs> or the Cave of Wonders. Is that what it's called? I feel like Cave of Wonders is something dirty. 
I can't remember. But the one that Aladdin goes in where he meets Genie in the carpet, if you want to put that picture of like, listen, those are the kind of riches I'm trying to have. Let's make it happen. Then maybe you will have someone show up at your door and be like, hi, here's your million dollar check. And like, again, send some of that this way. Like, give me that magic. I'm trying to hit those numbers. Or if you just win the lottery, you know, you never know how these things will work out. But let's look for steps and pathways that are opening up after two weeks and seeing what is happening. Um, you know, cause I, my dream home is in another state and something I may look for is that I have a job offer or a campaign opportunity that is bringing me there, or I get contacted by that tourism board. So I get to go check it out. Like those will be little signs that things are falling into place. Or if you do one for love and all of a sudden your tender is on and popping and you're getting asked out left and right, then take those opportunities and follow those those dates and see what happens because that one of those people might be your person. Which reminds me, I do want to talk about soon different kinds of relationships and bonds like soulmates and twin flames and things like that because I, did I tell y'all I had a psychic reading for work? Because my job is the weirdest job on the planet. And I, the things that I have like done because of it, it's so fantastic. But, um, yeah, never, of all the things I've done for work, that was the one I expected the least. It was so cool though. And, uh, we talked a lot about love and I, she told me some cool things about soulmate relationships versus, um, karmic relationships. And then I also want to get into twin flames. So we'll do that pretty soon. How did I get on this tangent? Anyway, uh, just put yourself out there. If that's your love board and you see that you're becoming more attractive, people are, you know, giving you the wink with your mask on. They're like, mm, <laughs> she looks good regardless. <laughs> or, you know, you have people coming back from your past, not to say those are the people you're supposed to be with, but it's kind of a confirmation of like, you are attractive and you do have the allure. I've been watching a lot of Miranda. You do have the allure to have people like, people can't shake you, you know, you're in their minds. And so that will give you the confidence, I feel, to be even more out there and attract a relationship that you may be trying to manifest. Okay, so we have our candles to open, we have our salt art to mix it up. We are going to plant that away and burn down our candles. We're going to actually make our board and then we're just going to revisit it every day with crystals in hand, crystals below or crystals actually on the board and in the center um, to keep the manifestation reverberating, to keep the vibration high and to just give a little more juice. I always say juice and I always gross myself out <laughs> to give it a little more oomph. You know what I mean? And we're going to see what happens in two weeks. So that is going to be your homework. Um, Oh, and then at the end, because we always, I don't ever want to be like, take the board apart because I want the magic to like stay intact. So I would maybe just find a place to like store them underneath your bed in a closet, just because number one, because it's fun to go back to and be like, oh my God, I totally forgot I put that on there. And it happens. Like it's something that's actually happening right now. And it's really a great confirmation of your magic and your personal power. But also I just want to think of people like tearing their boards up and throwing them in the trash. Cause to me, that's like tantamount to tearing your magic up and throwing it in the trash and reversing it all. We don't want to do that. So yeah, once we're done with the two, um, weeks, I would just store it somewhere. Uh, and if you make a particularly beautiful one, maybe frame it and put it up somewhere. Mine's not going to be beautiful because I'm not a naturally artistic person, but if you are and you can like 
make your own gorgeous quotes and manifestations in calligraphy and paste it on there. Oh, I wish. I wish I had that kind of talent. I do not. I write, to quote my mother, in Chicken Scratch. And she does drag me for it quite often. <laughs> Although I have read that um, if you have really unintelligible handwriting, it means that you have a higher IQ and higher intelligence. So I'm going to stick with that. Even though I can barely speak on this podcast, I do consider myself to be pretty smart. So yeah, just store it away. And then if you're ready to get started on your next one, just go for your next candle colors. Go for your next salt shape. Salt shape. That's what I should have called it this whole time. And um, then go with your pasting and cutting and putting it all together. Ruminate over it. Meditate over it. Revisit it. Talk out loud. Ask the questions. Ask for what you want. And also show gratitude. And show grace because, you know, it, it can never be like, take, 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 take. We have to be giving back and we have to have gratitude as well. So that is going to be our homework for the next two weeks. Um, I may, although I may, oh, let me not say that. I will say I may go back to like week to week next week, but given that we don't know what's going to happen with my dad, I don't want to make any promises. And since we're on the two week schedule kind of anyway, let's, let's say we'll do two weeks from now, but I might surprise you because I like doing surprise episodes now, apparently. But yeah, um, that's your homework. If everyone could just spare a moment for my dad and for my family, and hopefully we can have his mental health restored. And I don't, you know, I don't want to say mental health because it's not like he has a mental illness. It's like cognitive ability. So we could focus on cognition and just like the restoring of his mind and the restoring of his physical body and, you know, getting him home. We would be so grateful for that. And other than that, Black Lives Matter, no justice, no peace, justice for Breonna Taylor. We got to get her murderers arrested. Oh, <laughs> can I say real quick? This is just an anecdote. Um, my neighbor came over tonight and was asking, cause I, I think she saw like the ambulance come here. And apropos of literally nothing, literally nothing, she starts talking about people of color. And she's like, you know, I just visit with people of color. I've always liked people of color. We used to have maids, you know, when we were kids, and they liked working with us. And I was like, oh, this is going great. She's like, yeah, they loved the work. They loved working in our household. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she looks at me, a black woman, hi, this is your first podcast, and I haven't said it enough, and goes, I just think Black Lives Matter is stupid. And protesting gets you nowhere and everyone needs to stop. And I don't know what angel was with me in that moment. Gabriel, I'm sure that stopped me from pushing her off my front step and slamming the door, but I handled it with a lot of grace. But that's the reason that I'm going to keep saying it and I'm going to keep fighting and I'm going to keep being black very loudly and very proudly because someone could come look at me as a black woman tonight and say Black Lives Matter is stupid and protesting changes nothing. Protesting protesting changes everything. Everything. No major movements in this world have been made through peaceful and like quiet action and just following what your oppressors want you to do. No, change is radical and change is rebellious. And so protesting works and don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise. And Black Lives Matter. And I love all of you. And if you want to buy new merch, because I just put some up, I just remembered in a second. Um, it is under your fave on the bad witch, teespring.com slash bad, no, teespring.com slash bad dash witch dash two slash your dash fave. Wow. Who's going to type that? No one. I'll put it in the episode notes. But it's this very cute little tea of like all of our favorite witches. So we have Tichaba and Ursula and Myrtle and Hermione 
and Marie and Florence and Stevie. I think I named all of them. So if you want that, it is up on the merch site. Um, Patreon.com slash badwitch for all of your readings you want to get or shout outs or witchy mail. And uh, the Bad Podcast at gmail.com if you want to email me. And then the answer for the Facebook group is The Craft. Even though we didn't talk about this that this episode, we used to talk about it all the time. And I might do like a review episode soon. Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> I hope this wasn't a mess. <laughs> My brain's just all over the place. It's just crazy times right now. But y'all, I love you all so much, so tremendously. You are the best support system I could ever ask for. And I hope that the feeling is mutual. And you feel supported by me and by each other. I'm so thankful for all of you. And I love you all very, 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 very much. And I need it in this time when the world has gone crazy and being black is and, and wanting racism to end is apparently a problem. And my dad's going through it. It's just been a crazy year. And I couldn't make it without all of you. And I love you so much. And Mercury will leave us alone in three weeks. So don't stress out too much. Blessed be and goodbye. <laughs>